question of whether the big banks, here it comes, are too big to fail. Our entry today comes to us from an unexpected source. Neil Kashkari ran the Troubled Asset Relief Program, the TARP, the bailout that helped stabilize Wall Street back in 08, as I'm sure you remember. Kashkari now runs the Federal Reserve Bank of Minneapolis, and in his first speech in that office yesterday, he said there is still a risk that if the big banks fail, the economy could tank, and that financial reforms to handle that risk haven't gone far enough. Marketplace's Annie Baxter wraps it all up for us from the other Twin City. St. Paul. Some of the earliest alarms about banks getting so big that their failure would harm the economy came from Minneapolis Fed officials well before the financial crisis. And when Neil Kashkari took over as Minneapolis Fed president, he found banking regulators there were still worried. And some of them said, you know, we think too big to fail is still an issue. And I already had that view. Now Kashkari and his team are going to gather input on how to address big bank risks and announce a plan later this year. Kashkari says post-financial crisis reforms have left banks in better shape, especially in terms of the financial cushion they now keep in the event of problems. But he says they remain so big and interconnected that one failure could still have a domino effect. My concern is if there's a stressed economic environment with broader weaknesses, if regulators let that one bank fail, that could then trigger contagion to other banks. I think it's very late to the party here. Tony Fratto used to work with Kashkari at the Treasury Department. He says some of the ideas Kashkari is looking at have already been considered and dismissed, like regulating banks as utilities. Fratto says that would restrict some of their activities, like trading, to an extreme degree. They just want to eliminate anything that doesn't have to do with plain vanilla style banking. Fratto says shrinking big banks could actually hurt the economy by making credit more expensive. But Neil Kashkari says that kind of risk is worth considering given the potential costs of another financial crisis. In St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm Annie Baxter for Marketplace. The Fed released the minutes from its most recent meeting today. There was a fair amount of worry about global risk to the downside last month, to quote the Fed. Quoting the markets today, Fed? What Fed? The happy music when we get there. British Prime Minister David Cameron heads to Brussels tomorrow. Beer and chocolate? Sadly, no. The leader of the second biggest economy in the European Union is going to be wrangling concessions from the EU, or trying to anyway, trying to get Britain more say over things like migration and financial policy. A looser union, if you will. The stakes here are not small. Later this year, the Brits are going to vote in a referendum on whether or not to stay in the EU. Our European correspondent Stephen Beard has been testing the waters in the port city of Dover on Britain's southeast coast, just 21 miles from the continent. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Not far from Dover's famous white cliffs in a bitingly cold wind, an open-air service of remembrance is underway. We gather here to worship God and to remember those who sacrificed their lives during Operation Fuller some 74 years ago. Operation Fuller was an heroic but doomed mission off this coast during the Second World War. Six canvas-covered British biplanes took on the might of the German Navy and were shot to pieces. Today's remembrance, says local pub landlord David Little, is a timely reminder. 
We had many hundreds of thousands of men who made the ultimate sacrifice in laying down their lives, defending our country. They were defending our sovereignty. And that, says Little, a former parliamentary candidate for the UK Independence Party, is what he and fellow opponents of EU membership are also trying to do. We're not at the moment laying down our lives, but people like myself feel very strongly about self-determination, passing our own laws and being independent from the European Union. But local supporters of the EU drew a very different moral from the Operation Fuller Memorial Service. Lawyer and member of the pro-European Liberal Democrat Party, Anthony Hook, says it underlines the EU's finest achievement. What the European Union has done is to abolish war in Europe. We're now at a point where war in Europe is inconceivable and human rights are safeguarded all over Europe. And that's something we really need to protect. A car ferry looms out of the...